say hello. You say hello? Yes. If someone says something horrible to Harvey, what does Harvey say? Hello, you can. Uh, Harvey. This is the show. Fuck all the rest. Anal toys and midget sex. Shoot some smack. Break out the bong. Ian Harrison will keep it sick and wrong. Keep it sick and wrong. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. And I am Harrison. I like that German accent. You sound like uh, the doctor in uh, Dr. Strangelove. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Peter Sellers. Mm. Uh, so, Harrison, uh, we're recording this show early because uh, both of us are going on vacation. Yeah, Other- you're going on vacation. I don't know if I'd call mine a fucking vacation. Well, can you go on vacation when your life is kind of a vacation? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, because it's kind of meta at that point. Because yeah. you, you don't work. So is mm. it, if you're not at, if you don't work a regular job, is it really a vacation? Or is it just your life? <laughs> the tree falls in the forest. I don't know. <laughs> you know? So wait, you're yeah. going back east, right? Uh, yeah, I am. I haven't seen my family, well, some of my family in like a year. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should probably go back out there. So you're going back to see your family, hang out mm. with the sister, hang out with your parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, you told me you're going to go see uh, Coven, which is Coven. weird. That's know, weird. Right? Isn't it weird? I didn't, I didn't think fortuitous. they even played. Yeah, it is fortuitous. Uh, apparently, they've started playing again, and they just happened to be playing in, in Providence uh, in, in concurrency with the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. It's, yeah. a, it's a convention about... It's a Lovecraft, is it like a Satan uh, convention or something? Lovecraft convention. Lovecraft convention. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Where, where, is it actually at like a convention center and everyone... Uh, I think it's at a hotel. Do people dress up in Lovecraftian characters? Some people do. Some people dress up like steampunk idiots. Are you going to go? I'm going to go for one of the days, yeah. What are, what are the vendors selling? Books and, you know, Cthulhu... <laughs> plush toys and you know whatever you know like whatever necronomicon do they only do that on the east coast i've never heard of it here yeah it's in providence because you know lovecraft's from providence so that's they have it every year there and so coven's playing as part of like the it's uh, part of it festival yeah yeah yeah. wow that's cool so i didn't even know so jinx dawson does she have Mm -hmm. a new band together is there and there's it i think you know i don't know how many of the original members it is other than her i i it's probably at least one or two other members of there. So maybe people, one. if you uh, are avid listeners of the yeah. show, you might recall Harrison and I interviewed Jinx, like, was it two years ago at Halloween? When I started doing this, yeah. 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 And that was cool. She was yeah. she was funny. She was. I wish she would have been a little more um, uh, talkative about, like, all the dudes she had sex with. Because some of them she was like, oh, you might have to read the book about that. But she had sex with a lot that's of rockers. The, that's the third time I've interviewed her, and she's always saying, there's no book. I mean, I'm sure it'll come out eventually, but I mean, she's really taking her time on the fucking book. I'll tell you that much. You got you to gotta take a picture of her, because I want to see what she looks like in real life. Okay, I, you could, if you look up on YouTube, there's... It's deceiving. There's, no, there's recent live performances. Videos. All right, I'll have to check it out, yeah. because this woman's got to be late 60s. Yeah. Late 60s. Yeah. Still looks pretty good. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm wondering. So are you going to get backstage? Yeah, I'm going to write her because you know, um, uh, hell yeah. 
Oh, that should be a good time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I I um, do want to hear about this, and I'm kind of jealous of it. I hope that band comes here. They should play. Coven should play like a whole North American. They tour. should. Yeah, and it's it's at a theater in in Providence that like it's, now it's like a it's like a venue, but it used to be a porn theater like in the oh. '80s, wow. which is great. You know, which is revitalization. <laughs> like a porn? Did they tear it up, or did they just like throw a stage in there? I think they pulled down the movie I screen. I don't know what they did. I haven't been in there, so yeah. wow. Yeah, you're actually but, sitting on dried semen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really <laughs> chairs. That's great. But uh, yeah. There you go. Well, uh, while you're rocking out mm. over in Providence, uh, I'm going to go out to uh, Mexico. Mm. Going to Mexico. You know, I've been to Tijuana before, but I've never actually been anywhere else in Mexico. Okay. Have you ever been to Mexico? No. I, same. I've been to Tijuana. I've never been to... But Tijuana doesn't really count. It's yeah, a border I know. town. I know. And that, like Juarez. Like, it's, it's not like a... It's not... <laughs> you shouldn't use that... To rep- like your barometer of Mexico should not be Tijuana. Okay. So I've been told by people. My sister, uh, my irritable bowel sister, her uh, husband, Jer, Big Jer, uh, has been on the show many times. Of course. It's Big Jer's 40th birthday next Friday. Mm. So uh, she rented a house on an island called La Isla de Mujer. Ah. And I guess it's off the coast of Cancun. And it's this beautiful house. It's like five bedroom, massive thing with a pool and a deck and all this. So then she says, "Hey, if you and your girlfriend want to come out, just get a plane ticket." And so I was debating because it's Mexico mm. and it's fucking hot there. She says it's like a uh, hundred and ten degrees, fucking hot as fuck mm. and humid. And I was like, "And I don't like the sun." And not to mention, but you get to go in the water and it's warm. With the water is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, the water is warm. And I've never been there, so I was like, my sister, they go to Mexico once a year, so they love it out there. So I was like, you know what? This might be a good time. So we're heading out there, but I'm still like, you know, I I, I still have some uh, some concerns. I'm still uh, disquieted by the fact that I might have like, you know, full on rooster tail diarrhea vomit for three days. Oh yeah, because the you end up drinking the water one way and or everybody another. I've talked mm. about about that with it's like ah you know it's alright just get bottled water but watch mm. out for salsa and then someone else someone else is like don't ever eat the lettuce they wash the lettuce with the water mm. and then someone else is like don't brush your teeth with tap water it's, and so I'm thinking like Jesus Christ is it that bad Montezuma's Revenge is it that bad though I mean which I, was I guess, a good Atari game but, you know my sister is completely indifferent she yeah. is you know, obviously, she's irritable bowel sister. Yeah. She's dealt with irritable bowel syndrome sure. for most of her life, so she doesn't really care about diarrhea. But she, I was talking to her about it. I'm like, well, aren't you a little nervous? She's like, why? And I'm like, well, what if you have fucking diarrhea? And she's uh-huh. like, you have diarrhea. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, what's the, I don't, what are you? What, what's the problem? I don't want to fucking be shitting my guts out for like five hours a day. It, you get, I think you have it for like, you know, a few hours, and then you're fine. And then you God, get over I'm going to be mainlining yeah. and modium. Because they said that to me when I was in Romania. They're like, don't drink the water. I drank the water, fucking fine. You know? So. But, you know, I've, I've been to like, uh, I guess I've never been to Romania, but I've been to like mm. Eastern Europe before. Never had a problem there. But they don't, did you go somewhere where they specifically said, don't drink the water? No, the, okay. only, uh, yeah. the only place I've ever heard that is Mexico. But okay. then I was talking to somebody I work with. It's like, ah, it's not a big deal. Just eat a bunch of watermelon, eat some tomatoes. Just eat like apples and you'll just, your body will adjust. And I was like, I, you know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm just, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to fucking drink bottled water. Yeah. I don't even give a shit. Okay. And then if I can get bottled water, it's fine. But then someone else was saying, well, you, you don't even want to drink. If you're going to drink vodka or liquor of any kind, buy American. 
I was like, well, what's the point of that? And they were like, because they, you know, they brew it with their water. Or- oh, yeah, because uh, parasites can survive in fucking liquor. But I've, I've heard that they, uh, you know, that they're like, I'm getting all these warnings, these warnings from people. They mm. said, like, they, you know, if you get bottled water in Mexico, you got to make sure it's sealed because they'll open it up and they fill it up with tap water. So I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. I don't know. So anyway, might get diarrhea. The other thing, what about being kidnapped? Apparently, that's very common. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. What, what do you do? I don't know why anyone would want yeah, to Yeah, what are they going to get from you? I you have know? no idea. Yeah. You might have to be all full uh, mm. fucking Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> be like, we got to record this podcast. Yeah. I'll get D back. Yeah. I got a special set of skills. <laughs> I do this for a living. Well, I, that's I, not really true. I can trade cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you let him go now, that'll be the end of it. But if you don't, could you get a mic so he could call in and we can record it remotely? Just just see the Skype connection and make sure it's a decent uh, Wi-Fi setup. That would be great. I I could imagine. uh, I think I would either be released or shot because I would Mm. just be so fucking annoying. Yeah. Nasal voice whining the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I fucking don't even like wearing shorts. I'd yeah. be hot. Right. Yeah, it would be a... I don't think they'd want to keep me. Um, but okay. yeah, so anyway, it's 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 going to be exciting. I, You know, uh, we we got a, a a full day. I got a, a tour, mm. which I've never really done this. Because usually when I go to countries, I just kind of walk around and check shit out. But apparently you can book a tour to go check out Chichen Itza. You ever oh, heard of that place? yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go. It's like there. the Mayan ruins, the yeah. pyramids. Yeah, and so you can get a tour because mm. it's like two hour drive from Cancun out to wherever Chichen Itza is, and you get to go check out like with a guide. Mm. And you get to go check out the the, the pyramids and all that. Um, apparently, it's one of the largest Mayan cities, and was likely to have been one of the great myth, the great mythical cities or Tolans, mm. referred to in Mesoamerican literature. Um, but yeah, they closed the uh, monuments to public access. It was just weird. Like I've been yeah, to the those pier- guys must be pretty fucking embarrassed after getting that whole end of the world thing wrong, right? What a bunch yeah, of they, jerks. yeah, what a bunch of doofuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought they knew when the end of the world Jokers. is. Seventh Day Adventists. They know when they the end know of the world what's is. up. You know. But it's weird though when you go to like see ruins like this because mm. I think back in the eighties. You could not even the eighties, mm. early two thousands. You could run to the top of the pyramid. You could like pose on it for pictures. Now they're completely closed. Mm. Some woman killed herself. Like I guess she well, like, have fell you off seen of it. Those steps, they're like they're made for like baby people. They're not. Are they? They really, really tiny, tiny steps. Really tiny, steep. You know, like it, I wouldn't climb it. Well, could you see American tourists going up there, taking selfies, falling off the thing, breaking their neck? Yeah. I mean, I could see falling off while climbing it because it looked fucking. Well, it's, so Chichen Itza, some yeah. lady in 2006 fell to her death. Yeah. So now they like they let you walk around it, but you can't yeah. even go in any of the pyramids. You yeah. can't really do anything. Yeah. Whereas, like in Egypt, they're like, "Fuck it, go in the pyramid, do whatever the fuck you want, climb on top of that thing." They didn't give a shit, hmm. you know. But apparently now, I guess they uh, they've been closing the monuments to public access. So what we're doing is we're going to Chichen Itza. 
Then we're going to another site called Eka Balam or something, which is another Mayan ruin. Welcome but, to Eka Balam. There they don't give a shit. You can climb. We there. don't and, give a shit well, here that's, at Eka Balam. That's Eka what they Balam. said. They're like, you can go climb on the thing, pose for pictures. We don't give a shit. No one's mm. died here yet. Yeah. Just now, I'm hoping there's no one dies in the next few days. Mm. And apparently you can go uh, to these cenotes, which are like these sinkholes with water. Oh, and uh, you could dive into those. I was, and, I was getting confused with Cenobites from Cenobites Hellraiser. Cenobites from Hellraiser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you go visit some yeah, Cenobites at the bottom guys. of these pyramids. Yeah. And they take your soul. You know, you languish in pain for a few days, but yeah. it's not bad. Um, you come back to life mm. if you can't escape. Uh, but yeah, so you go to these Cenotes, you go swimming in this thing. Right. The whole thing just seems really unsafe to me. I don't know. As a Jew, I'm just like, God, Sounds great. really? No, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do it. But it's like, you probably mm. could be kidnapped at any second. Yeah. I'll probably end up getting diarrhea on the Like pyramid. that movie that I didn't see with Amy Schumer. Wait, which one was Goldie that? Hawn. Oh, the new movie. Yeah. yeah that came out. Yeah. yeah. That's Snatched. That, that's what happened. You know, I yeah. almost confused that with Snatch, but... Okay. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, yeah. I don't think uh, Amy Schumer or Goldie Hawn was in the Guy Ritchie movie. No. Should have been. So uh, I guess at Chichen Itza, have you heard about the Great Ball Court? Oh, that's that crazy like basketball, racquetball, fucking handball thing they play. Yeah, they play some kind of Mesoamerican ball game. Yeah. Which is some weird sport with like ritual associations. Mm. I like the idea of it though. It's kind of like... Like ultimate frisbee cross with soccer, but you can't you can't use your hands. It seems like impossible. You know, it seems very difficult. But the, the rules of the game are Because you got to get the ball now. through this thing that's really small, and you can't even. You got to hit it with your hips. What are you aiming? Yeah, it's it's, it's Jesus. The, the, they don't know the rules. Yeah, it's uh. There's a game called Ulama that I guess the indigenous population plays now, but mm. they think it's similar to racquetball, where the aim mm. is to keep the ball in play. And uh, you struck the ball with your hips, mm. although some some allowed like forearms. So maybe it's more like volleyball mm. and soccer. I don't know. You have rackets. Some had uh, bats, and the ball is made of solid rubber, and you just hit it through a goal. Mm. But the weird thing about it is the game had important ritual aspects, and major formal games were held as ritual events. Um, sometimes they uh, they combined it the competitions with religious human sacrifice. Hmm. So a bunch of priests would play like some starved servants, and then when the servants, you know, obviously died because they lost, all be sacrificed. Hmm. A lot of human sacrifice going on with the Mayans. Okay, yeah. you know, I actually wouldn't mind that if uh, you know in our professional sports if we had something like if if your life was on the line, you'd be really playing the game. I mean, D- Disney shareholders are kind of upset about lagging profits from ESPN so yeah that's what I'm saying like I would would you watch baseball if like the po- opposing team would be sacrificed to the fire god yeah and actually you know the losers get, get sacrificed mm-hmm. um, I guess there's like uh, on the ball court there's all this Mayan art and it usually shows that the the captives were sacrificing were sacrificed after losing a game and typically it was decapitation hmm. so they would just show guards just cutting off heads Severed heads everywhere. I don't know why they love severed heads in Mexico. Yeah, they do. They yeah. They do like uh, you know like all the uh, the the cartels tend to cut everybody's heads off that roll them down the street. I mean, it's if if you never know who's a vampire, I guess. So yeah, you, you might as well you, you take care of that business right away. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, nip it in the bud. Right. You know why not? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's weird. I've, I've never really been to a tropical area like this. Oh, Apparently no? these things, like Mexico down there is like a fucking jungle. You've never been to the Caribbean? Never been to the Caribbean. Oh. Hmm. I, I, I don't like the sun. Dude, we're you know, in the fucking sun, dude. Yeah, but here it's different. No, it's not. I don't leave my house until the it goes sun away. Is, 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 is much, the sun is much more powerful here than it is there. The thing you got to be worried about down there is the humidity. Yeah, but when you're on vacation, generally you're in a place where you can fucking just go in the water at any time, and it's very nice and fun. I think we're like right on the beach or yeah. something. You know, I'll, I'll post some pictures, mm. you know, people, unless obviously I get kidnapped by a cartel. Mm. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll become the leader of one. Doubt that will happen, but no. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't really have any special skills unless uh, they need a podcast host. Right, yeah. For the cartel podcast. I guess I could do that. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't even speak Spanish, so it'd be an English podcast. Yeah. I know a couple words here and there. Have you, have you, have you ever been? You've only been to Tijuana. Where'd uh, you yeah. go in the Caribbean? Um, I went to Curacao. Curacao. Yeah. Never even heard of that place. It's Dutch. It's a Dutch island off the coast of Venezuela. It's its hmm. own country. And uh, it's a good place to go because it's a lot of the, the fucking Caribbean, it's like there's storm country, storm seasons. Yeah, just a lot of times. Yeah. Curacao is pretty much exempt from that. Um, and it's also half of the island refines Venezuela's oil and the other half is like a tourist destination so they're not so poor that you feel like you're reaping the benefits of colonialism yeah yeah you know you're like <laughs> or you're not like oh will the uprising happen while i'm here you know <laughs> it might be a coup you're not wondering that you're not the people aren't looking at you like they want to slit your throat whereas I, i've heard in you know dominican republic that's what they look at you like See that that's that's what I want to try to avoid. Like yeah. walking through and being like, Oh, here's the white man and then a mm. bunch of children running up to me, you know, mm. with like Chicklets. missing eyes and yeah. limbs being like, Please sir, please, please, yeah. I have an angitis. And yeah, I just don't want to deal with that. That's how it was yeah. in uh, Egypt. Like it was yeah. terrible. Like the pyramids mm. of Giza it was just like all these beggar children. Some missing limbs, some having yeah. eye patches, yeah. and they're like trying to grab at your belt, grab at your wallet, and yeah. like my dad's sitting there trying to take pictures of the fucking pyramid and i'm yeah. just like god damn it fighting off these little street urchins you know that sphinx he's a real geezer <laughs> <laughs> so did you lay out do you walk around in a speedo just laying out catch it get a little bronze uh, no um <laughs> but no you just like lay i just remember laying in the resort like the beach part of the resort and it's just like just go in you know where it's like i don't know three feet deep or two feet deep and just laying down in the water and it's like it's like that blue water, that like weird aquamarine blue yeah, yeah, that's, that's clear, and it's, it's like warm. clear. It's like warm, kind of. It's a little warm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's oh, like man, they say it's, it's nice. like eighty-five degrees. Or Not whatever. like here in California. It's like bullshit. That's oh, the water's freezing always. Yeah, we went to the beach. They last don't tell you that when you move here. They don't tell you the well, water's too cold it's to swim in, and everything's on fire a lot of the time. Well, if you go south, it's not that bad. Like I, I have a new rule. I go south of Newport Beach now. Because last week we went to Hermosa Beach, which is kind of just uh, south of like Santa Monica. I gotta say it was one of the most disgusting beaches I've been to in a long time. The water is just kind of weird color. Mm. And then it's like you're sitting on the beach, you look behind you, and there's this massive like oil refinery. Oh, yeah. Right next to the fucking beach. Mm -hmm. And then in the water, just chunks of tar. Hmm. And people are swimming in it. 
And it's freezing. Yeah. Eh, I'm not going to go back to that. And there are Cenobites. And there are Cenobites. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so people provided that uh, I don't get kidnapped and that Harrison doesn't join Coven. Mm. <laughs> we should be back the following week yeah. with another podcast for mm. you. And uh, we can discuss what, what happened on our vacations. You know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, coming up next, we, uh, we have a fistful of steel. I haven't caught up with steel in a while. A fisk full of steel. A fisk full of... You know, I kind of want to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. see if he was at all offended that the woman was saying, yeah. like, we're going to fisk the New York Times. Right, yeah. A fisk full of steel. We'll ask him about yeah. that. So coming up next, we have Fistful of Steel. After that, we have some phone calls. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horse shit. That motherfucker goes into my... This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Steel. Hey. Hey, man. Um... It's uh, it's good to hear from you. I'm I'm glad you made it back from Charlottesville in one piece. Uh, did you uh, brush off the old KKK robes, or what were you wearing? Oh, are you insinuating that I was the one driving the Dodge Charger? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're implying? Well, I was just, you know, I I, I figured you might, you know, it's a there's a good chance that you might be in Charlottesville last weekend, you know, for the for the hey, uh, the big I was march. in a fucking hurry. I was in a fucking hurry, and those protesters were in the fucking road. What can I say? <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta press the pedal to the metal. Well, that's the thing. It's like I noticed that with the Prius. When I'm driving the Prius around and I want someone to get out of my way, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. some people don't hear the horns. And it's the most emasculating yeah. horn on those things. Whereas, you know, the Challenger, it's got a very manly horn. Well, it's a very manly vehicle. It's a Dodge. You know, it's got the Hemi inside the engine, not just your regular V8. It's a Hemi. They call it a Hemi. It yeah. makes it sound more manly, more masculine. But, I mean, that's the thing about it. I mean, I know that. The conjecture at the moment is that this guy was trying to intentionally run over the anti-protesters at this whatever, whatever the original, pro I don't even know if the original protesters were protesting, taking down some statues or something, and they had their Confederate flags. But have we ever just stopped and thought that maybe this guy was just in a hurry and he didn't give a fuck who he was hitting? He just wanted to get a fucking out of that traffic jam and get somewhere and happened to run into several innocent bystanders. Yeah, Did we he ever stop like, to know, think that maybe that was the motive? 
He was on his way to Papa John's. He didn't want his pizza to get cold. And there happened to be a bunch of protesters blocking his forward movement. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so, false um, imprisonment. They were imprisoning him uh, upon that roadway, and he has every right in that. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure they're going to say pedestrians have the right of way, but I say in that particular case, maybe if your pizza's getting cold, then I think you got to give the driver the benefit of the doubt. My question is, you know, you see thousands of people, thousands of people walking around, some people holding signs, other people in KKK robes, you know, with tiki torches. Why would you drive into that? Go take another road. Doesn't he have ways or something to tell him where to go? Well, maybe he doesn't have Google Maps on his phone, and maybe it wasn't. <laughs> maybe know. he wasn't alerted that there was some sort of ruckus going on in downtown Charlottesville. You might want to avoid and take an alternate route so you don't get stuck in all that clusterfuck of a traffic jam. And maybe he was just using like a manual map. You know those big. 800 foot long ones that you have to unfold 8 million times to fucking look at. Maybe he had one of those and was trying to drive. Maybe he was texting and driving. Have we ever thought that maybe he was, he was texting and looking at his phone when he was Next thing you he know, driving and wasn't paying attention? Yeah, like a massive yeah. crowd of people, you know. Um, I, I do love the uh, the uniform of the, the neo-Nazi. It's basically just like fat racist billionaire outfit. You know, white polo shirt, khaki pants, MAGA hat. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that does not inspire they, fear. Yeah, they were changed. They Again, it's the pussifying of America, where even now our racists are, are pussifying their own uniforms. I mean... <laughs> No, what are they, what's the Ku Klux Klan next? Are they going to be, are we going to become so politically correct that we're going to force the Ku Klux Klan to ex- start accepting black people? I mean, we've gotten so pussified that now, yeah, the, the KKK looked like they're, they're, whoever these fucking people were at this protest looked like they were just going out for a, a round of golf. Yeah, I, that's the thing. It's like you're, you're, you're not scaring me with your tiki torches and your polo shirts. You know, put the hoods yeah. back on. Get the Nazi uniforms, yeah. like the you know the Waffen SS black you know black uniforms and boots. Yeah, the the hoods the hood look was a fantastic look. I don't care if you're racist or not racist or anything. You got to admit that's a fucking pretty good fucking look. The white hood that looks like you know with the holes cut out in the sheet right over your white robe. It's like especially if you're the Grand Wizard and you get one of the colored like the green like hooded you know with the high holes in it and the green robe and you're like the head of the Grand Dragon or the Grand Wizard. The you grand really wizard. stand out. Don't they, yeah, don't they have, like, a, a KKK community or somewhere in Michigan, like in Holly or something? Uh, Howell, Michigan. Howell, supposedly Howell. for Yeah, Howell. It's near Brighton. It's right off US 23. Uh, it's a small, kind of a small town, kind of an affluent uh, area. And it's, for years, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's still considered this. I think it jumps around from place to place. Actually, I think the quote-unquote headquarters of the KKK now is in Indiana, if I, last I knew. Oh, but at one point, Howell was supposedly the epicenter of the KKK. This was back in the early to mid-90s. I don't think it is anymore, and I don't think that element is maybe even still there. But I got to tell you, I mean, of all the, you know, the Black Panthers or the Black Lives Matter with their, you know, they had some of the people in military garb a few months ago with the black, you know, kind of had that militaristic look to them and the KKK yeah, with their works. white hoods. I don't care what these, you know, uh, segmented racial, you know, uh, racist groups, whether you're black or white are wearing, I still contend 
that none of them compared to those big, scary, enormous, giant rubber cunt costumes that the women's marchers were wearing back in January. Those fucking people terrify the shit out of me, much more so than the KKK or Antifa or any of these other fucking people. <laughs> the big walking vagina costumes. Uh, the, the big walking vagina constantly yelling and reciting vagina slam poetry about their menstruating pussies. There's nothing more terrifying than that. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Steel, frightened by vaginas. You know, that's one thing I noticed at this uh, big Unite the the White Oppressed People rally that they had this uh, past weekend. Um, The absence of women. How many women were there marching with the the KKK and the polo shirt Nazis? I didn't see any. Do they not like women? It's a cock fest. Yeah, yeah, well, I, they, I've seen women in like some of their Instagram photos over the years where they, they have their, you know, the wife and the husband will be uh, posing in front of their trailer park and they'll have their kid in between them that's like five years old in the, in the white hood doing the salute. So I know that they like women and I know that they've had babies with some of these women. So I don't know if maybe the women, uh, if, if, if they don't bring the women to these, maybe their pickup truck is a single cab and they only have room for them and their buddy and, you know, they got, Pass blue, blue ribbon in the back of the bed and they don't have room to stack their women in the back of the bed of the truck too. So I don't know how to get to these things, but yeah, they definitely, I've seen women in pictures before with, see with any. Ku Klux Klan members. Oh, I was looking at the pictures of the, the rally and, or the march or whatever. And I saw a lot of like, you know, fat bald guys in polo shirts, khaki pants, or with shitty tattoos or kid rock t-shirts, not a single woman. So I'm wondering what, what the deal fest. is here. It's a uh, sausage fest. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be very disappointing. Maybe they were looking to pick up some puss, some racist pussy. Like, I mean, well, if I was a Ku Klux yeah. Klan member going to a rally, I'd be trying to fucking pick up other racist pussy. Like, oh, look at that chick. She hates blacks. Oh, this one hates the Jews. I'm going to go for she's smoking hot. Yeah, it's like we yeah. have something in common here. So, uh, hey, you hate but Jews, too. Yeah, I mean it's a common. It's a obviously it's it's kind of an icebreaker. If you both hate blacks and hate <laughs> Jewish people, you're at a rally. You got something in common that you can break the ice and hit on that broad. You know, you already got an in. You don't have to try to figure out an in or come up with a cheesy pickup line. Your pickup line is so. I hear you hate the coloreds. You know, well, that's that's one and, thing uh, about the uh, the counter protest movement and the maybe not the Antifa. They're pretty hardcore, but but the counter protesters like there's a lot of hot chicks counter-protesting. So it's like, it wouldn't be that hard to go in, grab a sign, and be like, hey, you know, I hate Nazis too. But what about, what if you're racist? Where are you picking up some ass? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, like I said, I kind of feel sorry for the, the Ku Klux Klan member. Wherever these people are, because they got a different name. Weren't these people all different factions of different white supremacists? Well, there, there was KKK well, there. There were Nazis. There were neo-Nazis. There were alt-right. There were other fucktards. I can't think of the rest of them. There's a bunch of names for them. They have their own okay. groups now. Well, I, I think houses. I'd be very disappointed to get there, and it's just a bunch of swinging dicks. You know, it's like, where's the fucking pussy? Where's I'm the sure, hateful pussy? Yeah, the pussy I'm sure there were some I'm sure there were some yeah. racists that went there to go pick up chicks and they were just sorely disappointed that it was a big sausage fest of racists. That's Nazi sausage I mean, fest. a little, you know, you, you, you put on your best racist uniform, whether it be your, your swastika band around the arm, your, your white robe, you're all dolled up, ready to hit it, you know, have a night on the town at a fucking racist rally and spew hate, and you get there and there's no fucking pussy in sight. It sucks ass. <laughs> 
Very yeah, disappointing. And he, 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 you'd be bummed out. So d- did Martin go with you to the big march or just uh, go by yourself? Uh, he was in the passenger seat of the Dodge Charger. <laughs> he was actually the one. He was actually my navigator. He said, go this way. So I just said, all right, we'll go this way. And that's when we so ran so into know, the protesters in the middle of the road. Knocked a bunch of them over. Yeah. They had quite a few people injured. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so can, can you imagine if the cunt costume brigade would have shown up to protest this thing as well? You would have had you would have had every segment of society that spews hatred. You would have had the KKK and Tifa, the the cunt costume brigade from the women's march. It would have it could have been fantastic. They just would have had a battle royal in a like a a fashion show uh, where they all get on a runway and everybody judges their costumes like a it, like a Halloween costume judging contest. It's almost like the post-apocalypse, you know? It's like all these, like, factions, like the, the cunt costumes, the Nazis, the Antifa people. Everybody's just descending on this town to fight. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I love it. I hope we get yeah. more of this. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing about it, it's like, who would have thought that uh, there'd be violence at a white nationalist rally? God, I never would have thought that could happen. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Anyway, Steel, it's uh, you're back for another fistful of steel, and uh, you sent me some rants to, uh, to 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 talk about here. And let me see if um, get I'll get the first one here. All right, the first one has to do with uh, dildos. Dildos. Do you own any dildos? Do I own any dildos? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that I, to my knowledge, I don't even own a butt plug. Now my. Co-host Martin is very well known to have several butt plugs. He loves the butt plug play with his wife. They stick a butt plug up his ass when they fuck. Uh, I don't have a dildo. I've had girlfriends that have had dildos and have used those dildos on their pussies and assholes before. You know, that's um, one, that's one thing. I've never personally owned one because I was I was always afraid if I bought one, I'd be I'd be like knocked up the NSA watch list where they oh well, we got to keep an eye on him. He just bought a dildo. <laughs> I wonder if anyone would be surprised, though, if, you know, you're walking out of cinema art or some other adult bookstore holding a dildo, if anyone would be like, oh, shit, John Steele bought a dildo. I got to imagine by now the NSA is very well versed in what I Google online, so I don't think it would surprise them. I mean, they got to be the NSA, who's ever assigned to me to gather my information and data, collect my stuff. They got to be just disgusted at some of the things that are in my search engine. I mean, it's it's disgusting. Menstrual they're porn, like, gyno, gyno porn. It's all just disgusting. They're like doing rock paper scissors to see who has to check your search history. Oh, yeah. Oh, please don't make it me. Please, just, oh, come on. fuck scissors. Damn it. All right. Well, here's what. Let's let's hear what you have to say about dildos. Sometimes, when I have too much time on my hands, I like to sit and think about how sad it is that there isn't much of a market for second-hand dildos. Nobody really seems to be looking for used or like-new dildos, and I think it's a real shame that we have become such a disposable society. After all, some four-year-old over in Indonesia put his blood, sweat, and tears into making that for you, but yet you selfish broads over here take all that for granted and have very little regard for the underage sweatshop labor that goes into bringing you pleasure on those lonely, lonely nights. You know, when it's just you and an angry, inanimate, cock-shaped object that you have crammed inside your pussy. So, ladies, don't 
just throw out your old dildos, sell them on eBay, donate them to a Goodwill store, pass them down to your granddaughters as if they're some kind of cherished family heirloom. Look, the next time you think about discarding your old dildos like they're just a bunch of useless pieces of garbage, why don't you stop and think about the poor little Indonesian boy's care and craftsmanship that went into making that lifeless apparatus that you enjoyed cramming up your snapper. Don't be so wasteful, but if you must throw them away, then don't just toss them in a trash can somewhere. No, put them in a recycle bin. The last thing we need is for all of your used dildos to clutter up all of our landfills. Besides, the guys down at the recycling plant really get a kick out of recycling big rubber dicks. A big rubber dick today could be a car tire or a pacifier tomorrow. Save the earth. Recycle. Let's not make that fucking 1970s public service ad Indian cry again. I mean, that was embarrassing. You remember that red-faced fucker, he'd bawl his eyes out whenever he saw an empty beer can or a Three Musketeers wrapper floating down the river. Imagine what kind of temper tantrum he's going to throw if he ever stumbles upon a landfill filled with your dildos. I never knew you were so environmentally conscious. Oh, yeah. I'm basically been just named the head of the EPA. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Do, do you have a recycle bin next to your trash can, like one for newspapers and one for cans and bottles? Uh, I don't. The only thing I, because I live at the dorm room, as you well know, also known as Hatemonger's Comedy Club. Uh, but I live there, and we don't have recycling there. We just have a dumpster. It's just a green dumpster, dumpster that you haul your shit to and throw it in there. All your garbage. So we don't have, I don't have a place. Like, if I had dildos, like used dildos, and I wanted to get rid of them, but I didn't want to fucking throw them I have no choice than just to just the throw dumpster. them in the dumpster with the other garbage. Yeah. Well, have you ever given them the, like, I wonder if ladies ever give them the goodwill. Because don't you think poor women would be like, oh, sweet, some dildos. Well, yeah, because, I mean, dildos are expensive. I mean, I don't know, last time you were in a fucking sex toy shop, but none of them, I don't care if it's a butt plug or a fucking uh, uh, cock ring or a dildo or a, a vibrator. Things aren't cheap, like, and blow-up dolls are out of control now with these oh, lifelike yeah. ones that they make of silicone. They're like $3,000. So I don't think sex toys are cheap. So, yeah, a fucking a, some sort of homeless hobo or a bag lady that doesn't, you know, can't afford to buy a brand-new spanking new dildo would love to have one at goodwill or salvation army that's the the, the one thing uh you brought up an interesting point though and I've, I've often wondered why like female celebrities don't do that why don't they sell their dildos on ebay like like fucking hillary clinton how much do you think someone would pay for hillary clinton's dildo uh, <laughs> some sick bastard out there would pay an awful lot of money for that yeah, and if I had if I had fuck you money, I would buy it just to put as like a, a showpiece on the kitchen table. I would have it just because it would be such a fucking conversation piece. Anytime somebody came over, like, hey, is that a dildo? Yeah, that's a dildo on my kitchen table. You got a problem with it? And, and not to mention, it's just a dildo. It's Hillary Clinton's fucking dildo. What do you think about that? Yeah, you get like oh, a fantastic with that like a certificate of authentication. Like I could see this yeah. being something like she could make some money off of it. What about like like B. Arthur? You know, like if I was in, if I was B. Arthur's children, you know, one of her mm -hmm. kids and she died and I was going through cleaning up all her stuff and I found her dildos, I definitely would put those up on auction. Why not? You'd make a fortune. I mean, can you imagine having that fucking having a golden girl's dildo on your mantle above the fireplace? Like for Christmas, like you have all your family over for Christmas. There's a dildo on the mantle, mantle next to the Christmas wreath. 
I mean, everybody's going to be talking about it. Like, yeah, hey, we went to John's for Christmas, and you're not going to believe it, but he had a fucking dildo there. It was B. Arthur's dildo, and he had Ruth McClanahan's right next to it. <laughs> I would mount it. Like, you know how, like, uh, hunters mount, like, an animal head or a, a large <laughs> fish? Like a large fish yeah. on a plaque. I'd put the dildo up there, and then I'd have, like, a little brass, you know, plate that just said B. Arthur's dildo. You could have a whole room. Like, I've been to, like, rooms where people have, like, an elk on one wall and a bear on another, and the other one they got a wolf head on. You know, they just it's a whole room filled with dead, you know, taxidermied animals. You could have a fucking room filled with celebrity dildos hanging off the wall. Like, every dildo imaginable. Liberace's butt plug? How much yeah, do you think that would fetch? Yeah, you could have, oh, oh my God, <laughs> that would, that would be, it's probably gold-plated, because Liberace, everything he touched was gold, he like he had gold. a gold piano, and I, yeah, everything was gold, he loved gold, so that's probably not only worth the fact that it was in Liberace's butt, maybe even, like, if you got a pre-AIDS butt Liberace, <laughs> built like, butt plug, before he got AIDS, that would go, that would probably sell a lot more than even, like, like John F. Kennedy's golf clubs or something, you know? Yeah, I think it'd be worth a lot of money. I think this is a cottage industry you've stumbled upon. Maybe maybe you should become like an agent or something for the stars. Like, hey, you know, listen, you take a cut, you take a small cut, you sell it, you take a cut, you could be the guy, you could be the auctioneer. This could be bigger than Amazon. This could be like the next big online thing like everybody oh we got to go to celebrity com and see whose butt plugs are on sale this week and auction them off yeah it could be the next big internet thing i mean we could we could make it would go over i think pretty well if we actually knew how hmm. to go about doing it yeah it'd be a difficult thing to do but i i think it's a worthwhile uh, endeavor we'll have to look into that yeah, if you get any celebrities' phone numbers, given me. I'll text them, say, hey, you got any dildos or butt plugs you want to sell? That we can sell, yeah, your man. and find out. All right. So uh, the second uh, rant here has to do with Amber Alerts. I, I don't know why you'd be upset about Amber Alerts, but uh, let's find out. I was just listening to an 80s, 90s power ballad station when it was abruptly interrupted by an Amber Alert. Look, pedophiles, if you want to lure a boy into your panel van during wingers miles away, then okay. But how dare you try to fuck a kid when I'm trying to listen to air supplies making love out of nothing at all. The song was almost halfway over, yet you couldn't wait another two minutes before circling the playground? And kids, can't you little fuckers wait to fall for the old, hey kid, would you like some candy trick, until after the final chorus is over sexual predators and their victims are so fucking self-absorbed and impatient it's all about them <laughs> is uh making love out of nothing at all like your masturbation theme music uh i love it you know i'm a big you know i had that sex dream about lou graham uh <laughs> i think one of my rants i did like a year ago was me getting fucked by lou graham who's a singer, a foreigner. So it's a very special song to me, as you can imagine. Every time I, the problem is, is I had that dream about a year ago. Before that, whenever I heard that song, I loved that song. Now, whenever I hear that, whenever that song comes on, I'm, I, I think to the dream that I had of Lou Graham fucking me, and now I feel a little violated. Wait, wait, I, I think we're getting mixed up here. Making love out of nothing at all is air supply, but I think what you're thinking of is I want to know what love is, and I want oh, yes. you to show yes, me. Yes, you're right. Air, yes, air so, supply, exactly. Did, what did I say in the rant? Did I say foreigner or air no, supply? Well, you, I think you brought up foreigner too, but, but I think you were saying, like, I'm listening to making love out of nothing at all. 
which is an yeah, air supply that's air song. supply. You're absolutely right. I'm However, thinking of the other one, but yeah, I, yeah, I want to know what love is. So, were you getting like sodomized by Lou Graham while that song? While was he singing that song? No, he wasn't singing when he was butt fucking me in the in my dream. Uh, but <laughs> He's you know, he what is, love is. Yeah, but when I hear the song now. It's on in my head, and he's, I'm thinking of him butt-fucking me in my head because I can't get that dream out of my head whenever that song comes on. But let's put it this way. I'm, you know, it, it's almost now any 80s power ballad makes me think of Lou Graham fucking me whenever I hear it. It's a terrible <laughs> it thing like when you dream PTSD. about Lou Graham having sex with Lou Graham. It sounds like you got a little foreigner PTSD. Yeah. yeah, I think exactly. I think it is. And I, I don't know if my insurance company will cover any sort of coverage for that, but I should probably get it looked into. But I, I imagine if I go to a therapist and start telling him this, he's going to fucking, you know, he's probably heard a lot of stuff and disgusting stuff and weird stuff, but I don't know if he's ever heard somebody who's just petrified by the fact that he got fucked by Lou Graham in a dream. That's probably a first. <laughs> if, uh, if you do go to a therapist to tell them about this, can you record it maybe on your, your phone? Like open up the flip oh. phone, press record so we can play it on the show? Oh, absolutely. You think I'm ever going to go to a therapist and not have a fucking re- a recording device on at all times? <laughs> that would be, be fucking amazing. comedy gold. Yeah. Now, getting back to Amber Alerts, did they do yeah. Amber Alerts back when we were kids? Because I don't recall this. No, those are those are like a millennial thing. I think they've only been around for like five years. Because I, I think, think it was signed into law. Phones. Yeah, well, cell phones. I think before cell, they were maybe put out on the cell phone. They were doing them on radio and TV. Now they do them on everything: radio, TV, cell phone. You know, whatever. If there's an somebody kidnapped within twenty miles or whatever of you, all of a sudden you're interrupted. And the other thing I have a problem with these fucking pedophiles is the time of day that they decide to fucking kidnap kids. Sometimes sometimes they like try to fuck a kid at like three in the morning. I'm fucking sound asleep. My phone's on. All of a sudden I fucking get this just obnoxious fucking air siren going off of my phone because some kids, you know, somebody's trying to fuck a kid at three in the morning. I'm fucking trying to sleep. Can't you at least wait till fucking nine o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's the thing. Ba- well, back in our day, you know, if a fat guy put on a clown suit, you know, raped you, murdered you, and shoved you in the crawl space, you're not going to get an Amber Alert. You know, it's like everybody right. would search for you for a few hours and be like, well, I guess we couldn't find them. Right, because pedophiles and victims of pedophiles, sex, sex assault victims, weren't as narcissistic as today's pedophiles and victims. Like, like they, didn't, they, they, they didn't bother everybody. You know, they wanted to fuck a kid, and the kid fucking fell for it and got fucked in the back of an ice cream truck. They didn't bother the entire fucking like state because they're getting you know that this is happening. Everybody else still went about their business, but they didn't get woken awakened at fucking four in the morning by an Amber Alert, or they didn't get their favorite song on the radio interrupted by an Amber Alert. It's just they're so fucking narcissistic, and it it's is. just like, oh, well, I'm fucking a kid, so everybody's got to know about it now with this Amber Alert. So everybody's got to be bothered by you know what the two of us are doing. Attention it's inconveniencing seekers. everybody is what it's doing. Exactly. It's like when you two put their album on everybody's phone. Remember that? Yes. It, yeah, it was so it's very annoying. self-centered. That's exactly yeah. what it is. I yeah, know. I don't care for it. I mean, I think it's you know, like I said, if you want to, if you want to try to fuck a kid, do it when I'm not listening to the power ballad station, or at least have the common courtesy and the common decency to do it between working hours, like nine to five. The, the other thing, too, with a lot of these pedophiles, it's so easy 
to rape a kid these days, you know, to go on Facebook, make a false profile, you know, and then go on there, start talking to a kid, go meet them over at the, you know, McDonald's or whatever. Next thing you know, you're, you're, you're sodomizing them. Back in our day, you know, you had to drive around in like some kind of like van or something and then entice the kids into the van with like Smurfs or something. You know, you had to be creative. Right, right. Well, the work ethic, that's the other, the work ethic of a pedophile back in our day, it's, I mean, it's these millennial pedophiles that are just so fucking lazy and they just want to sit behind a computer and, oh, look at you. What are you wearing? Why don't you meet me down at the Chuck E. Cheese? I'll buy you a fucking pizza and a Coke. I mean, they're just so fucking lazy. I mean, they used to, like, it used to be, like, pedophiles when we were growing up, it was like manual labor for them. They had to actually leave the house and go to work and, you know, work hard and, and try to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they actually had to put effort into it. Now it's like they log into the dark web and go meet other fucking pedophiles and trade porn pictures. It wasn't like that back in the day. You couldn't do that. Yeah, no, they... Yeah, back in the day, if they wanted to trade porn pictures of some underage fucking, they had to fucking mail them. They had to go down to the post office and get a stamp and fucking, they didn't know the other person's address. So if they left their address book at home and they got to the post office to mail their fucking photos of, you know, some 10-year-old or something that they want their friend in California to see, oh, fuck, I forgot my fucking address book. I got to drive all the way back home and get the address book so I can send this guy these pictures. It was a big pain in the ass, but they worked and they, they, you know, their work ethic was... their perseverance was unmatched. Well, that's the thing. And they tried, you know, they tried hard to do this. They put effort into it. They went to Toys R Us. They bought a bunch of Care Bears, had a whole bag of Care Bears in the back of the van. You know, it's like yeah. now it's, they don't need that. They just go into Facebook and make a fake profile. Next thing you know, they're yeah, getting and, like, and th- kids to send them naked pictures. Yeah. And I mean, think of the gas, even the, like the, the expenditures they had to, to try to fuck a kid back then. I mean, the gas money it would take to drive from school playground to school playground around the block several times until recess, you know, the kids were let out for recess. I mean, you used up a lot of gas on a daily. That's a lot yeah. of driving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing, you know, and they had to buy the van and the van's not cheap, yeah. you know, no, especially us customized panel van where there's no windows. Or something with like a my little, well, like a my little pony mural, like that attracts the kids. You know, you got to paint that. Someone's got to paint that. Yeah, and you got. I mean, you got to buy a waterbed for the back. You can't just fuck a kid on the floor of a of a a panel van. You want to make it comfortable for them. I I just feel like back in the day, it's like people got to put a lot more effort into it. Now it's just like the sense of entitlement. You know, Uh, narcissist. Disgusting. It's it's so self absorbed and selfish and. Speaking it's all about them, and it's... It, it really does. It just it depresses me. Let's move on. Speaking of something depressing, here's another rant uh, from Steele about Walmart. Um, I'm surprised you shop at Walmart. I figured you'd be more of a Meyer type of guy. I, I do both. I oh, don't both. limit myself to one place where there's, you know, one place where white trash congregates. I limit, I like to go to both because they each have their own nuances. <laughs> well, that's the thing. People, uh, you know, who don't live in Michigan. Uh, Meyer is kind of like the OG Walmart, like the old school Walmart, yeah. you know, the original Walmart. Yep. And then Walmart came about yep. and I imagine they hate each other. Don't they? Aren't they yeah, they're in competition. Yeah, they're, oh, they're big rivals. Uh, well, Meyer is kind of a regional thing. It's Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, I think. It may have spread out to a couple more states, but it's it was we didn't have Walmarts here until probably the last 10 years. It was always Meyer, But now, yeah, they're, usually the Walmart, when it comes into whatever town it comes into here now, they usually build like a block, you know, right down the block Massive. from the Meyer. So, yeah. yeah. 
So, direct competition. All right. Well, here's a rant about Walmart. I see that Walmart is going to have their employees wear capes this fall, and I think that's fantastic. I mean, after all, capes are for superheroes, and we now finally have a superhero for America's fat white single moms who have ankle tattoos. Now, whenever a fat white single mom with an ankle tattoo enters a Walmart looking for a new pair of stretch pants that she can try to stretch over top of her enormous gunt, you know, that midsection portion of their body where their enormous cunt meets their enormous belly in some diabetic train wreck of humanity. Anyway, now she can finally seek the wisdom of a superhero in a cape the very minute she rides her little rascal motor scooter through the front door. I like the idea of these, uh, these, these huge women with, uh, with tattoos on their cankles. You know, the yeah, term they, cankles. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean... Yeah, cankles is a great term. <laughs> how do you get a tattoo on a cankle? If you're a tattoo artist, how do you tattoo a cankle? I think it takes three tattoo artists, one on each side of the cankle. Like, you have one on the front part of the cankle, one on the back, and then one that does the two sides. Because it, it's, it's, it, it takes a lot of ink to tattoo a cankle, for one, because these are, you know, we're talking pretty big Walmart broads here. So I think it takes more than one tattoo artist to do that. It probably I, takes a long, t- several hours, I would imagine, maybe even a whole day. I imagine, like, two, at least it takes two people to stretch out the cankle for the tattoo artist in order to even, you know, apply the design. Right, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And, I, but, but I... But I got to say, cankle uh, well, tattoos are rather popular at the Walmart and the Meyer for, for, uh, for that point. Yeah, I don't understand why fat chicks are, like, why they're so attractive. I also notice a lot of fat chicks will put tattoos on the top of their feet. Have you seen this? No. This is a fat chick thing. What? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe it's a Michigan fat chick thing. But, you know, this summer here, so it's open, it's open-toed shoe season here. It's flip-flops and sandals and shit. And you can't leave the house without seeing fucking people in their flip-flops or sandals. And we have a lot of hefty women in this area, big broads. And hmm. so you see a lot of their feet. And most of these feet should not be exposed in public in any way, shape, or form. I mean, they're disgusting. Can they even and, see their oh, feet? I, no, most of them can't because they're gunt. <laughs> like... You know, shoot! It juts out of their body so far. They they haven't you know they haven't seen their feet in twenty years. Some of these broads. I mean, they you know between their tits and their gut uh, and their pussy, uh, they haven't seen any of their feet. But but for some reason they're still attracted to getting a top of the foot tattoo, which I see in these flip flops and sandals. And it's 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 always like a it's like a ladybug or it's like a dolphin or you know, and it's enormous because their feet are are huge, puffy and and bulbous. And so it stands and it's usually real colorful. It's like bright colors because they want to attract you to it. Um, so you see it and see how sexy it is. And it's just, I don't know what their fascination is with like lower leg tattoos are in the ankles and the feet and the cat. I don't know what's going on there with the fat chicks, but they like it for some reason. You know, I don't quite understand it. Is the, the flashy, colorful tattoo supposed to distract from the massive fupa? <laughs> That is sitting in front, like you, you ignore the fact that she's like 350 pounds because she's got a sexy dolphin tattoo. Like what, what's the, what's the idea here? Like what, what's the motivation? I'm trying to figure that out. I, that's, I don't know. I mean, your guess is, your, your theory right there is as good as any. It's like they're trying to distract from their unattractiveness and every other part of their body. So they think a little ink on their foot is going to make somebody forget about the girth. <laughs> 
and just the en- enormous, uh, you know, pounds of flesh. You know, she looks it's like it's going to make him forget that she looks like the Michelin man. I, I don't think so. All it does to me is make me look at him and go, make me think they're even more disgusting because like now I'm not just disgusted by them. I'm disgusted with the, by the poor tattoo artist who has to fucking tattoo oh, their deal foot with that. Yeah. And look up at their fucking, their, their bulbous blubber <laughs> shutters. And, Oh, I, I feel sorry for him. I'm like, you couldn't pay me enough. I would have told her, no, I don't do fat chick feet. I don't, sorry, but I don't do that. My, my favorite uh, tattoo on a big fat white chick is on their neck in script, a black guy's name. You know, like, like their boyfriend, like Jerome or D'Angelo across her neck. It's like, okay. Yeah, you see, I see a lot of that. I see a lot of the tattooed black guy name. I just saw Lamont last week. I'm assuming, in my mind, I'm assuming it's Lamont Sanford, but I'm assuming it's, I'm she's just a wrong. big, she's the biggest fan, literally, of this, of uh, Sanford and stuff. Yes. It's a great exactly. show. Um, so what, what's the deal here? The Walmart employees are wearing capes like it's like a superman cape or a batman cape or what are you talking about yeah i just i I read this i read this online that their employees i I think it's just the greeters or maybe it's all the employees are going to be wearing capes this fall to celebrate it i think it's like an anniversary of walmart they want they want their they want their employees to feel special well putting a cape on them is going to make them feel awfully special i can tell you that well, it's going to make the like uh, a fucking bunch of retards standing around with fucking capes on their way. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be great though when someone's wearing like a Batman cape and he goes and catches a guy who's masturbating in the women's restroom, and then has yes. to like pull him outside while wearing a Batman cape. It'd be like comics. <laughs> I just thought I'm life. there to see that. Actually, I might be the one masturbating in the bathroom. Well, that you know, it's funny how often that happens. Like you'll see these articles, like man caught masturbating in the you know the left stall in the woman's bathroom. It's like and some woman's <laughs> coming in there to go fucking you know uh, take a shit, and she sits down. Next thing you know, there's a dude just looking down at her jacking off. You know, uh, and she, I mean, and she takes offense to that. I mean, that's a kind of. <laughs> I mean, for a guy to go out of his way, it's kind of complimentary. I, I like if if I was to walk in a stall and some guy's jerking off in the stall next to me, looking over, I kind of feel a little flattered. I mean, kind of flattering, isn't it? I just want to hear the the music, like na 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 Batman. You just see some <laughs> fat Walmart worker in a cape just going to bust the guy <laughs> masturbating in the girls' bathroom, dragging him out by his by his ankles with his pants at his ankles. Yeah, what's going to happen when a transgender decides to go to the woman's bathroom? You have to call Superman. Oh, yeah, well, I, I think the transgenders, last I knew, they're only allowed at Target. Okay. So I don't know if the Target employees are wearing kickers. You know, Target had the big thing when the, tran, when the trannies were all the rage about eight months ago, where Target was going to start implementing neutral, gender-neutral or gender-fluid bathrooms or whatever. So I think the, the trannies have to go to Target if they want to shop. And I don't know if the Target employees are being issued capes yet, but they mm. might. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's going to get a cape eventually. You know, if Walmart's yeah, doing it, it nice. Target's got to do it. Well, you know, people are going to start claiming discrimination. It's like, oh, well, they got capes. How come we don't get capes? So every store, every box store is going to have capes, and you know, it's it's going to become a it's going to become a you know an entitlement. I think for everybody. Oh, we need a, It's going to also in interviews. I think when anybody goes to apply for a job anywhere, it could be an accounting office or a law firm. They're going to the first thing they're going to ask their employee isn't about benefits or salary. They're going to ask you know vacation time. It's going to be uh, do we get capes? 
do we get to wear capes? <laughs> the other thing with capes, why do why do superheroes wear capes? Like, don't you think it'd be a hindrance? Someone could pull the cape. It doesn't do anything. Well, Superman's helps him fly, but like Does Batman, it? yeah, Batman doesn't fly, right? I mean, Batman doesn't fly. No, he just and he's got around. a cape. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. You're exactly right. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's it's useless for Batman. He doesn't yeah. do shit with his cape. It's a peacock on. Completely unnecessary. Does Robin have a cape? Yeah, he's got a cape. I think his is just to make him look even gayer than he normally than he already does. There is something unseemly, something unseemly going along, you know, going on with that Batman Robin thing. That real, whole relationship especially, is a little weird. Especially the Burt Ward Robin. Yeah, Burt Ward was the like. He's like your stereo. He's like a blue boy with <laughs> the Blue Boy magazine or whatever. Fucking Madonna, or, uh, what's your name? Talking Cindy Lauper. He's like perfectly manicured and perfect hair, very handsome and petite. I mean, he, they're, they're, he screams gaiety when you look you know, at Burt Ward. You know, Batman was cruising around in the Bat Van, and he came upon oh, Burt Ward, and he's just like, "Hey, kid, you can play with my battering if you get in." Yeah, Next I think maybe Burt Ward. I think maybe Burt Ward as Robin maybe started out as Batman's pool boy. And then <laughs> Batman, you know, eventually brought him in the house. And next thing, yeah, it, all, a couple. it all gives me the gay bumps. Yeah, there's something <laughs> going on with that. Anyway, on that note, Steel, thank you for another Fistful of Steel. We'll have to catch up uh, next month um, after I return from Mexico, if I return from Mexico. Um, and maybe yeah, if don't they're get kidnapped, down yeah, there. and that's that's the thing. I was, you know, I was telling Harrison about that. I was just like, hey, you know, uh, if I get kidnapped, are you gonna be a Liam Neeson? Like, maybe you and Steele can go there and like, <laughs> you know, it. yeah, like the movie Taken. We could just take it in Mexico and come. And Harrison's like, nah, I don't think so. I'll just make sure they yeah, give I'm you a microphone. Too lazy. <laughs> it's like maybe they yeah, do a I'm mic so we can lazy. do the podcast, you know. And, uh, nah, that's yeah, fine. that'd be fantastic. Well, whatever you do, if you do get kidnapped, you just tell whoever your kidnapper or the fucking rapist that kidnaps you, you tell him whatever he does, I don't want a fucking Amber Alert going off of my phone because you're fucking missing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to do an Amber Alert for my ass. <laughs> it's like ugly 40-year-old Jew missing, podcaster Jew. I think it's missing better. We're better off without him. Yeah, I think we're better off without him. He's probably in a, He's probably the star of a donkey show right now. Anyway, Steele, take take it easy, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Later, pumpkin. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call we got is uh, from a longtime listener. I always enjoy hearing from him. Mm-hmm. Twisted Firestarter. This guy, perennial failures <laughs> with ladies. Yeah. 
Never, ever. I don't understand why it doesn't work out for him. Have you ever seen a picture of him? No. I thought he sounds to me that he looks like Daniel Radcliffe or something. I picture Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Like a skinny, like kind of Anglo-looking yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why he strikes mm-hmm. out with... Well, actually, you know what? I do know why he strikes out with the ladies. You'll hear in this call. Okay. Well, boys, trip to First and foremost, yeah, I hope you had a fucking amazing time at Slayer. I'm so jealous that you got to see him with Lama's got to be... Lama's got all-time favorite band and behemoth are fucking amazing as well you know uh there was a good show okay i was i was bitching about it because i'm prone to bitch Mm. about many things i was bitching about it prior to the show because the cost of the ticket kind of sucked right uh we made it for the tail end of behemoth really cool band uh very just very like they're polish black metal but they're like very classic black metal made it for the whole lamb of god set and you know more power to you there, Twisted Firestar, for liking that band. I find them extremely boring. Hmm. Yeah, they're like the type of guys that wear, like, shorts. Like, they're metal band that wear shorts. You know, that, it's like they're, they're metalcore. Hmm. And, you know, whatever. They're amazing musicians. <laughs> and they are. Like, it's, it, yeah. the drumming's incredible. And the, but it's just, and the whole time, Randall Blythe, the lead singer, Randy Blythe, it's like, Get your hands up in the motherfucking air, mm. like hyping, and I was just annoyed. Mm. I was annoyed. Slayer came on, fucking amazing. Mm. What, what the funniest thing about Slayer when you're in the crowd, like, because the whole floor was a pit. It's like dudes that seem seemingly, you know, well balanced individuals. As soon as they hear like the first chord of like mandatory suicide or like, <laughs> like uh, fucking mm. south of heaven or whatever. They fucking freak out. It's mm. like they have a full transformation of character. Like, I got to mm. get in the pit. And then mm. they just blast through the crowd and in the pit. Hmm. It, it's really weird. It, it mostly happens to white people. But I saw a few Mexican guys, too. Um, I always find it funny when you see a black guy at a Slayer show. Right. It's rare. It happens. It, mm. it does happen. I know mm. a couple black guys are into mm. Slayer, but mm. it is kind of rare. It's mostly big, fat, white dudes with their shirts off, and then they fucking freak out, get in the pit, and they come back out covered in sweat, and then they cross your arm, and you're just like, your your whole arm is just covered in some mm. fat man's sweat. <laughs> it's disgusting. But the band was amazing. They really are. I remember you get you guys get all the best tours. I remember the Slayer tour with Carcass over there a little while ago, which I couldn't believe I could another get to go. Carcass on Carcass, they're another oh, great Carcass. band. Yeah. But, all right, anyway, come on, enough Harrison, with the fucking. You're doing a stand-up job, boy. Thank you. You got good work. Um, so I'm well into my, you know, my, my third wave of unrequested celibacy. I'm a good seven months into it now. Wait, unrequested. Oh no, shit! Mm. I'm I'm eight months into it now. Oof. Jesus. Are you trying the blazers? Remember last time the blazer worked? You think he has a calendar? He just marks off the yeah. day. <laughs> Haven't been laid. Yeah. Haven't uh, been laid uh, yet. Uh, nope, not laid here either. <laughs> Came close. Not yeah. laid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's starting to, I'm starting to reap the benefits. You know, it's, it's starting to pay off for me. What? Benefits. What benefits are there of not being laid? I think you can mine cryptocurrency by not having sex. Not having sex, yeah, yeah. and you get more. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was down the pub the other night, the, the local web experience with my mate Toby, and um, he was at the bar getting a drink, so I was looking for a table for us. And I found this one table, and we've got two like pretty well full 
that. It looks like, like vodka Red Bull or something. But, yeah, I, I drink vodka Red Bull, so I'm like, yeah, I'll have that. But then pretty well, as soon as I saw these two like, really hot girls come over, and I'm like, oh, ding dong. You know, I'm in the mood to make whoopee. <laughs> All right, he just said "ding dong." I'm in the mood to make whoopee. That might be why he's not getting laid. Yeah, I mean that. That ding dong. I'm in the mood to make whoopee. Yeah. It, it almost sounds like something David Brent would say. Right? From yeah, the yeah, office. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's not gonna work, dude. I, I don't think it's gonna uh, work. And even thinking it, just thinking it will <laughs> disqualify you. They come over and they say, oh, those are our drinks. I'm like, oh, shit. And so I, I give them back to them. And, you know, because you know, I'm a witty guy, I, I like to think I'm quite funny. I, I was like, oh, I'll make a little joke, you know, great to the eyes. So I said, oh, as I hand them back, I said, so I, I haven't rooted them yet. And they just looked at me with like, the utmost disgust and repulsion. And I, I thought of, I sent you know, the tensions. <laughs> I, I started to panic about it. I'm only joking. See, I think a chick with a good, you know, good sense of humor would might think that's depending on depending on his mannerisms and his body language and yeah, that's what I'm saying. It depends on how you said yeah, it. Okay, because okay. I think it's yeah. like if you said it, it's like oh, I yeah. haven't roofied him yet. <laughs> yeah, and then she'd laugh, but he's mm. probably like, I haven't roofied him yet. Mm. <laughs> he's just staring at her. You know, I think it's the way you say it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, because most of the chicks I know, like, they don't. They're not going to get upset over some shit like that. But, it's so, but a lot of the chicks I know these days are more likely to roofie you. Yeah, so. it's still a little, it's still a weird yeah. thing to say. Yeah. You know, maybe how about like, here's, oh, I'm sorry. I guess there's a mix up. Hi, my name's Twisted Firestarter. Mm. <laughs> how are you? Yeah. I, I really haven't done anything. They turned down and started to walk away. I was like, wait, so are you leaving these drinks then? They went, wait, let me do my Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> yeah, of course we are. So I was like, well, can I have them? And just shook their heads and fucking walked away. He's like, oh, brilliant. You know? Yeah, that's good. Why are you starting to get those benefits, boy? Anyway. <laughs> so the benefits are by being a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You get free drinks. Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. I never would have thought about that. Huh. Good Maybe I'd rather have some other benefits for that. Yeah. Let's not get into specifics. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Love you. Cheers. God, I don't know what to say to this guy. Yeah. He's got a good sense of humor, though. That's why I'm yeah. surprised he can't get laid. Don't women like a sense of humor? According to every dating profile, yes, they do. Yeah, but uh, but apparently, yeah. I guess when you say weird shit, right. uh, maybe, that, maybe that turns off the birds. Right, because you could say something, you know, you can make a, you can use dark humor. Some guy can get away with that. If he's, you know, let's say he's a Jared Leto looking fellow. Oh, well, yeah. Then Jared Leto yeah. could just fart on yeah, a girl and yeah, she'd yeah. think it was, you know, foreplay or something. Right. But some people like just, they say things and especially when they're trying to be funny and you just like, you have like a, like, remember, you ever watched that show Lost? Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. have a flash forward to that person like shooting up a hardware store for no reason. Well, so I that yeah. there's people that like that they just put up that vibe you know? or, you, or you make a joke that you think is funny but you come across like like Richard Ramirez because right, it's yeah. something weird that you're saying yeah. that isn't really that funny yeah. I think maybe I would say give some pause before mm. you speak mm. that's the thing he should censor himself a little bit yeah. just a little bit right. but uh at the same time, he got some free drinks, so it's not half yeah. bad. Anyway. Don't be such an edgelord. 
And yeah. don't say stuff like ding dong, I want to make whoopee. Whoopee. Who says whoopee under the age of 50? I don't even... Yeah. Not even 50, under the age mm. of 60. Yeah. Whoopee. I mean, who who's that beatnik from Do, the Dobie Gillis show or whatever? The guy that Bob, uh, Bob Denver played? I don't even remember. Maynard G. Krebs. Sounds like something Maynard G. Krebs would say. I want to make whoopee. Mm. Andy Rooney. I could see him saying something like that. All right, anyway, next uh, story we got here is a shit story okay. involving a woman. Mm-hmm. Hello, um, this is the dog sex, uh, biscuits in the arse, uh, bad acid trip sleep pisser person. Uh, I'm going to... I'm sorry. What? Apparently we've played a lot of this guy's okay. calls. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. played many calls from the this dog guy. Dog sex, bad acid trip. Biscuit in the asshole. Um, something. Yeah. All right. Half a, a demigod. Relay a story that is one of my friends that is here now and he just told me that it's dead. One of his friends. Very drunk. But I'm going to relay it in the first person for ease of fucking conciseness. So anyway, sure. the pub brought this girl back. Is this, is this a real British accent, or is this just like, if you're just a Gallagher, you have this accent, you know? You just talk like you do. You don't even want to be... You just sound like you're from Manchester. You just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but you don't want to be You don't even want to be in this, not even on this planet, but in this in this timeline. It's a lazy British accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 my house. It was that good. And um, we started having sex. It was very good, but I needed a piss. You know, you need a piss like that on sex. We've been quite fucked up or whatever. And so... Ding dong, this sex really hits the spot. Need to take a piss. Isn't mm. that kind of weird, though, to take a piss while you're having sex? You got a boner. Don't you switch the tubes? It's like a train Yeah, track no, it's, it's a pain in the ass, but yeah, sometimes you do need to do that. Dur- mid-sex? Yeah, it's, I've done it. I've done it after. Mm, no. But you can't hold like, it for like fucking it's 10 not that minutes. You can't hold it. It's that it it starts to like it will fuck with your orgasm. If you if you don't let if the you don't, now. Yeah, like it'll it'll make it different. And um and then also sometimes like you can if you you have to urinate, sometimes you'll get it like a little less hard, you know, hmm. and then you get that out of the way, you know. What if the girls into water sports? Then you know you got to leave the room. Yeah. yeah. So Needed a piss, went and pissed out my window because I thought it was in the hallway. I didn't want to wake my mom for anything, so I just like pissed out the window. I went to get back in bed. What is with you people? And just pissing (laughs) in places that aren't the bathroom. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I agree with this guy though. He's an opportunist. He's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to. He obviously lives at home because he's like, I don't want to wake my mom. So he goes home, and he's like, instead of having to walk down the hallway to use the bathroom, he's going to piss out the window, not a big deal. I can yeah, see that. Like, yeah, I need to piss out the window, too. Am I right? If fucking some broad isn't going to wake his mom up, going out to the fucking hall ain't going to wake his mom up. To go where you went. It's like, yeah, 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 it's not. Um, so she went and, you know, started pissing there. Wait a second. The woman yeah. put her whole ass out the window and yeah. started pissing. I guess that's what he's saying. That's weird. It's a because weird. I know it's a lot easier for a dude. Mm. Like I could go to the mm. window right there, put my mm. dick out the window and pee. Right. But for a woman, it's a production. And there's like a 0.006% chance that you'll accidentally fall out the window. Or get any yeah. inside the house. Right, like yeah, yeah. I'll just shoot it out. But I yeah. mean, it's just weird that a girl would do that. 
as opposed to like I don't know, just go to the bathroom. I'm surprised. He's definitely brought home a particular type of bird here. Yeah, one that probably wouldn't get upset with Bill Cosby jokes at a bar. <laughs> and asked me to do some toilet roll. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, you know, you're a girl, you need to wipe, whatever. Um, she, she had a wipe. I initially thought, it's a very thorough wipe. She's being very thorough. And uh, anyway, came back. I noticed the thoroughness of the wiping. It was, <laughs> it was quite thorough. I don't, I don't understand. Mm. Are you saying that she used like four or five wiping motions as opposed to yeah. just a pat, pat, pat? I like, what's so. a thorough wipe? Mm. A very thorough wipe. Mm. <laughs> Had some sex. It was good. Whatever. Woke up in the morning and went to the windowsill and I noticed that there was still some toilet roll on the windowsill and the toilet roll was a little bit shitty. Uh, again, I was like, what the fuck, oh this is weird. You know, there's a little bit of shit on this little bit of toilet roll on my windowsill. I ended up going down outside my house, looking at the fucking, the, the grass, and there was a shit and lots of shitty toilet roll. Hmm. Uh, one of us did a shit out the window. Probably her. Hopefully <laughs> Probably. her. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Someone got pissed, fucking shat out the window as well as that. <laughs> My mum came down and said, well, my mum was already there when I got there. And she was like, what the hell have you been doing? <laughs> you know, she's doing out the laundry. But the, uh, the best thing about the whole thing was the actual sex was very good. Even if someone did do a shout out the window, you know. What about him? Yeah. Who's, who's that? I don't know. Is that like, is he telling the story from to someone else? Or is this, or is this, his friend was too bashful to call, so he had his buddy calling the story. Which is, didn't he say, I'm relating my friend's story? I don't remember. That's what he said in the beginning. I mean, this isn't memento, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Alex, what, the boy? And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, not to my knowledge, my parents thought that I was gay for like three months. <laughs> Because obviously, when I woke because up in the morning, apart from the... Oh, this was this other guy's story. Okay, so I was he making was fun of He was saying it like dude. it happened to yeah. him. Yeah, well, I think he was telling it in the first person, which is what he said, but his parents... Was he Cyrano de Bergerac? Why was, can't this other guy tell the his fucking story? His parents thought he was gay because there was some shit out the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <they're... laughs> yeah, they call that a Jolly Roger. When I... <laughs> When a gay guy uses a shitty uh, toilet roll as a flag and then shits out a window. T -t 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 -t. Yeah, aside from the toilet window incident, the uh, bedside just of drawers was tipped over. Right. <laughs> gay sex. A broken wine glass. Hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it just ended like that. All right. These yeah. guys sound like they're heavily intoxicated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that's weird. That that is weird. Uh, I remember one time shagging a girl, mm -hmm. and uh, we like had sex, finished, and she went to go use the bathroom. It was actually not that she wasn't in there that long, but I was kind of drunk, so I remember. Came back and we like smoked a little weed and like chatted for a bit. Then we started going at it again, and I was fucking her doggy style, and she had like 
pieces of shitty toilet paper <laughs> like around her asshole like she had, like you know wasn't fully shaved and i was just kind of like come on I, I don't know what do you do do you just stop or do you just keep going with it wasn't it wasn't fully shaved i mean I, you know well, she was kind of hairy down there i'm kind of hairy down there i don't have that sh- i don't have pieces of shitty like, toilet paper she was paper, drunk and she you know? just you know okay, wiped right, and like right. said some dingleberries but yeah. i mean they didn't, it didn't stop me but it yeah. deterred me i was like you know, at first i was kind of like uh yeah, I know what you. Yeah, I might just pretend to pass out or say mm, like I'm mm. just because I kind of lost my boner a little yeah. bit mm. looking at it. But at the same time, I ended up powering through it. You know, picking them off, flicking them out. You mm. know, out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural thing, Harrison. Uh, Jesus, women shit too. I don't know if you know about this. Yeah, I know, but I mean, that's you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I go out of my way to prov- just. But yeah, being you're a drunk human, and you're just wasted. I guess so. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I use, I waste a lot of paper. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say that much. But yeah, no, that can, that can, I, I don't know. I'm, that might be, if, if, if it smelled, it might be hard for me. I can overlook a lot of stuff in sex, you know? Yeah, I did too. Like, yeah, yeah, I was you know, a little bothered like, by it though. You ever like fuck a chicken that has like, you know, hairy armpits, hairy legs, you know? Um, I, don't, I don't mind the hairy armpits. Mm, the legs... Mm. Yeah, I have mm, before. Mm. I've, I've fucked a few hippie girls that were into that, but it just yeah. with imagination. Yeah, those legs are smooth. <laughs> with imagination, you know, it's like the Muppet she doesn't babies. actually have a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the Muppet babies, like the Muppet babies. How? Yeah, because you know they used imagination to. They couldn't. They, they were in nursery being so kept by a leave. mad woman. Yeah, they, they couldn't, couldn't escape. They couldn't even go outside. Yeah, that's true. So they, all they had were their own that imaginations, you know? <laughs> so I wonder if this guy ended up calling that girl back. Um, I mean, this one thing about, I'll say about this chick is that, like, she's just fucking, she don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, she obviously Cause, has like, no qualms. Because, like, a lot of times, the you know, like, you bring a woman home and, you know, there's certain things like, oh, this guy's apartment's a shithole, you know? I'm, I'm not fucking this dude or I'm not, you know? And it's like... She goes over there. It's like, oh yeah, you can't use the bathroom. Just shit out the window. And she's like, yeah, all right. All sounds right. sounds reasonable, you know. <laughs> so she's just like fucking. She's in it to win it. My God. I bet you she listens to this show. Right. Um. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny with that because like I know like some guys have said like it took him three months before his girlfriend or five months before he would even shit at her at his house because she was so nervous about it. You know, or mm. they get up in the, you know, before you wake up and mm. like do their business before you're even out of the mm. bed, you know, so you don't even know. Like, they take so many precautions to conceal it. This girl's like, I'm just going to shit out the fucking window. I mean, this basically, this kind of sounds like a chick that's at some point probably lived in a squat. Yeah. You know? Or probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, hey. I'd like to know the pub you're hanging out at, though. Mm. <laughs> so maybe next time we go back to the UK. <laughs> All right, the last call we got here is from a guy that's talking about conversing about podcasts. A little meta meta discussion here. <laughs> What's up, sick and wrong uh, hotline, Matt here in LA. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so I, I love the YouTube channel. I love the videos. It's hilarious. Nothing funnier than looking at you two ugly fucks as you chatter. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I live here in L.A., and I have to say, nothing kills a conversation quicker than the word podcast. 
<laughs> if you want to kill anything going on in a room, utter the word podcast. And and trust me, uh, the phone stop ringing in mid-ring, conversation stop, people's eyes bug out, and then they slowly back away from you. <laughs> Whenever someone asks me if I listen to podcasts, which I do, I listen to tons, I just say... No, <laughs> no, and then Just I back away. Back because, away, yeah, really slowly. Oh, such a creepy word. Such a. It can also kill certain uh, wraiths and ghouls just by saying <laughs> yeah, the word. Yeah. yeah, so. No one cares about podcasts. I mean, I love them. I listen to podcasts all the fucking time, but nobody fucking wants to talk about it. So, I don't know, guys. Keep it up, but for fuck's sake, if you're out, you know. Don't say the P word, because cause, cause it's fucked. All right, later, dudes. He's got a point there. You know, I, I rarely ever talk about it. And it doesn't come up that often. Uh, it's kind of all I got going on right now, so uh, I do talk about it quite a bit. Yeah. But do you do it when you like meet a girl for the first time? Like, oh, yeah, I do a podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, because it depends in L.A. It depends in L.A. Because, yeah, everybody has a podcast, so it's pretty annoying. And I usually make a joke like that, but it's also at the same time it is L.A. So it's like some people are like, "Oh my God, you have a podcast that gets this some many listeners!" Oh my it. God, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I have yeah, we do. That. We we get nothing from it, but yeah, we do. I usually <laughs> tend to just avoid even talking about it, yeah. unless. But you know what, what's happened sometimes? Every now and then I'll be recognized, and then someone mm. comes say something to me, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I do a podcast," and then my friends that I'm, or people that I'm with are like. Really? Like, well, what's your podcast about? I'm like, God, I don't even want to talk about this. Mm. Uh, we play people's shit stories. That's pretty much it. That describes our entire show. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I can understand that. Although, the the one thing in LA, that I mean, there are some big podcasts, like Mark Marin, Joe Rogan, people like that. And like right. some people are like, oh, I'm on Death Squad. And they're like, oh, that's cool for some reason, you know? Right. I don't know. I tend, I tend to avoid the topic if I can. Mm-hmm. But Harrison apparently uses that an apparatus to get laid. I mean, I don't get laid, so it's, <laughs> you know. But it, 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 what else am I going to talk about, you know? I think it's funny, though, like you're sitting at a party or mm. hanging out at a party, you grab your drink, have a couple cocktail weenies, mm. maybe a little carrots and hummus, and then uh, this girl comes up to you and you're like, the first thing you say, like, so do you listen That's to podcasts? the fucking first thing I fucking say, dude. I said, come on. In the course of a conversation, a first conversation, so what yeah, kind of podcast you like? <laughs> it's just the the term yeah. itself is yeah. so fucking dorky that I, yeah. I, yeah. I just tell people I'm Mark Marin. Okay, no, that That's works. Right. Yeah, that works. all right. Come on. So this guy called back with a part two. All right, all right, great. Hey assholes, it's Matt in LA again. I forgot there was something I wanted to say in my last call. <clears throat> I was reading about this USC dean. That uh, med school dean is like a Harvard genius. He's like a genius surgeon, but he also loves to, to fucking, you know, party with underage hookers and smoke meth and shit. And I was scanning that article. Just underage hookers. Is wow. That, is that Ed really? smoke meth and shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, kind of party guy. Yeah. My God. You're John Belushi. Okay. Just hoping that. See, see Harrison's name somewhere involved, somewhere, because there's nothing I love more than a fall from grace. And I was just hoping that possibly Harrison had partied with this dude, or, you know, Harrison, I'm curious, I'm not, I don't, 
you know, I don't have to name any names, but like, what's the what? the, the the thing I like more than a fall from grace is a fall from Grayskull. You oh, know, Castle Grayskull. Uh, yeah, like a you know a, a scandal involving a He-Man or maybe Man at Arms. What about you know? Tila sticking her ass out of the, one of the windows, <laughs> so taking a shit on Orco? Yeah, on Orco. Yeah, <laughs> that that I love. You go, hey, doing a paper, hey yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most like fucking kind of like famous person or most like powerful person? Like, see, have you ever like? shot heroin with a CEO of like a fortune 500 company or some shit like that. Just curious. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. You fucking douchebags. Adios. Yeah. Ooh. So I once shot heroin with Mel Brooks. Oh, really? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you. How amazing yeah. would that be? That would be the <laughs> best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just sat back. Yeah. He like, you know, it's not the best heroin I've ever had, but it's, <laughs> he prepared a shot for me. Yeah, I just yeah, laid yeah. back and, yeah. you know, Mel and, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, Mel Brooks or Mel Gibson shooting heroin with either one would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks a little bit cooler. Yeah. So what, what, what's, who's the most famous person that I ever did? Well, I feel like with? you've probably done drugs with more impressive, famous people than me. Cause well, cause when I, I went to a strip club, so I and met a few. Right, yeah. And generally, like, when I'm doing drugs, it's like with people at the end of... The, <laughs> at the end of their lives? It's like, yeah, like their it, star has just fallen so... Before they disappear. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> they used to be famous. Yeah. The star was shining, and now it's pretty much... Before people disappear. It's like in peop- the sewer. Yeah. People, like... E- e- living what most people wouldn't even consider a life you know uh like for instance i john barrymore the third you know oh, wow he's the um, great grandson of the uh, original john barrymore the silent film actor half brother of drew barrymore half brother drew yeah. uh maniac maniac that maniac guy, yeah. Oh. yeah with a gun anyway uh yeah you, i don't know you tell me something what about wait what about uh what was that guy's name Gummy Bear? Gummy Bear. Yeah, who, Jason who Davis. He? He's, uh, you know, the, the the Davis family. They're uh, they're like... Were they the, some socialites or something of... Uh... Yeah, they, they had oil money. I mean, they're the ones who sold 20th Century Fox to Rupert Murdoch in the fucking 80s. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of money. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, he... Um, he was in the movie Rush Hour, apparently. But yeah, the 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 fucking uh, Davis fortune. They, uh, th- that show, I think Dynasty was about them. Harrison's kind of like the Grim Reaper of drug use. It's like by the time you're doing drugs with you, you don't have yeah. much time left. Yeah, no. It's like... <laughs> no, it's pretty um, bad. But yeah, I mean, he, you know, I, I kind of he's my friend. I kind of worked for him. Um, and then I guess you know. Occasionally, I'll be at a party with Fogler or something. Some people will be doing some shit. I've, I've met a few. I think one of the... Let's see. I've done drugs with... Done cocaine with Val Kilmer. See, that's pretty good. Yeah. Fat uh, or thin? He was fat. This was like... A, yeah. Well, not super fat, but it was like probably mm. 2001, 2002. And that movie... Yeah. What was the movie did about John Holmes? Blank on the name. But my friend Kessler was involved with that film. Mm. And so he knew the directors. We kind of hung out with them during that time. Mm-hmm. We also went to a party at Heath Ledger's house. Mm. Did some blow with that guy too. Yeah. He had a lot of blow. 
Way better blow than any blow that you and I have ever purchased. I, I, uh, yeah, I worked on a movie with him actually, and um, he seemed like a cool guy. We would go out drinking with the crew. Yeah. He was, he was a great guy. Actually, he was a really nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I um, never thought I would out with him. I, re- I remember working on that movie with him, and when I was, I, I was a production assistant on that movie, and I was on heroin at the time, and I remember thinking like. I'm not gonna love this guy. <laughs> why? Why him? Why not any of the other people on the set? Uh, well, I didn't. Th- what I, movie was it? Uh, Knight's Tale. Oh, Knight's Tale. Yeah, this yeah, was around yeah. the same era in that pro- I was. This was yeah, in yeah. Prague. Prague. In Prague. Yeah. Anyway, same, same we don't era. have time. Um, I smoked weed with uh, Kid Rock. Okay. Who is surprisingly kind of cool? He was, yeah. I mean, I hate his music. Okay. But he uh, he tipped me like I don't know, like fifty bucks every time I played one of his terrible songs. Ooh. Yeah. We had a lot I'd, of celebrities that came by yeah, this trip. I, I even play that Werewolves of London fucking whatever <laughs> oh, garbage. God, you know? Summer of like, It was like a yeah. Skinner yeah. slash Warren Zevon yeah. mashup monstrosity. Um, I uh, did drugs in Marilyn Manson. Okay. Yeah. He, he barely even talked. I about. feel like you can go into a Starbucks in Los yeah. Angeles and half the people there would say that they've done drugs with Marilyn Manson. You know who I smoked weed with at, uh, this is back when I worked at the Gold Club. That was kind of cool. Who? Luke Skywalker from Two Life Crew. Oh. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That is pretty dope. Yeah, I was just like, wow, this is getting me so horny. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, when you live in California, I think it's inevitable that you're going to end up like hanging out with people Mm -hmm. and meeting people. Yeah. And and you never know what what might happen. It does help when you have friends Mm -hmm. that do, you know, work at cool shit like movies. Mm. You know? Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, there, there, there you go. And answer there your you question. Uh, we, we've done some drugs with some cool people. I really would like to do drugs with Mel Brooks before he dies, though. That'd be great. That would or be at amazing. least Carl Reiner's still alive, right? Oh, yeah. You got some time for fine that. Too. Um, I do have a Facebook message here, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, From, yeah. I was uh, about to say, uh, yeah. you know, uh, people call the trigger on hotline 323-522-4032. Mm. Uh, it's time for a couple Facebook messages or... Message sick around hotline. You mm. got a Facebook message? Yeah, from this guy Jim, and I think he might. He he wasn't clear who he is, but I think he might be the weird like Southern, like I talk real sleepy. Oh yeah, Harrison the kid with the high voice had a shitty point. And he was trying to get across. He was lame. <laughs> what did he say? Why do you have to? Um, he said. Oh my God! You guys keep playing my stupid calls. Why me? I figured out you guys must get a ton of calls from stupid high people. I'm truly inspired by you guys to keep pursuing my goal of sex therapist. <laughs> wow. I'm just let me just read the normal voice. I'm truly inspired by you guys to keep pursuing my goal of sex therapist. So I don't know if that means he's going he wants to become a sex therapist or he just wants to like capture one. <laughs> I'm not really sure. It's not. It's I, not fully clear. I don't know if you could be a sex therapist with a voice like that. Mm. <laughs> It'd be difficult to take him seriously. Yeah. You gotta learn how to find the clitoris. Yeah. That's the first thing. The little man in the canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw me off. I wouldn't yeah. be able to take him seriously. All day at work, I learn about sex and relationships and psychology. Mm. That's why I say what I say because I am always studying things. Okay, learning. I am very thankful that you guys keep doing that podcast. 
and that you furthermore upload video and such. I have been listening since 2011 and have heard everything. Wow. So I diehard again. It's not clear, and this was like after that. After we played that, you know, that episode where somebody called in and was giving me a hard time. Oh yeah. Okay. So, all right. All right. So he's a, yeah. he appreciates you. I I guess. Huh. But I gotta say, man, the 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 the, the fucking criticism was not constructive. Because <laughs> it's like, why do you have to be so lame? You say oh, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that guy. It was not very. Is it the specific. same guy? You think it's the same guy? It it seems because this is a man, and that I don't know. I think it might be. I Maybe think it, it might is. Be. Well, well, I think he yeah. actually does appreciate you. Okay, well, that's Maybe. you know. I mean, right. you know. Well, good luck with that sex therapy. A harsh critic who appreciates me, much like, I don't know, my, my dad. <laughs> uh, we got one more uh, email here to cigarettepodcast.hotmail.com. Uh, this comes in from Adam. He goes, hey, Dean Harrison, I'm just waiting to board a flight, catching up on episode 581. Currently six months into a 12-month trip around Asia and Southern Africa with my girlfriend. And I realized I've been listening to the show now since my first trip to Asia in 2007. When I was 21 and looking for something to listen to on my travels. Jesus Christ, who takes a fucking year-long trip? Is this like Lord Adam of Somerset? Like, what the fuck? <sighs> fucking little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah. yeah. My God, a month The gap long, year. A year-long ga- trip. Well, that is a thing, you know, the gap year. Right? That's crazy, though, You ever dude. heard of that? You was heard... that between college? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never... Well, I couldn't do that because I had to yeah. pay for my Americans existence. generally don't do that. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's not a thing Americans do. He says, uh, since then, I've lost loved ones, been through different mm-hmm. relationships, moved cities, traveled the world, all while listening to this fucking mm-hmm. podcast. I thought I should get in touch at least once in my life, say thanks for all the laughs, and keep the good work. My only complaint is John Steele. The mm-hmm. guy is a fucking bell end, and I've been... I've given up listening to his rants. Now I just skip over them. Absolute fuckhead. <laughs> sure, you'll love that. All right. Congrats to Harrison on the rehab. And if you guys ever come to the UK, make sure you stop in the north of England. Fuck London. It's expensive and no one knows how to drink there. Ooh, harsh. You know, if one more person congratulates me on rehab, I'm going to shit out the window. All right. Great. Make sure you use some toilet paper. Yeah. All the best. Keep the shows coming and fuck John Steele. Adam. Well, uh, Adam, I hope you enjoyed this this week's episode because <laughs> that was John Steele just now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Uh, sounds kind of cool. You get to travel around the world. It's like it's like we're living. We're like kind of vicariously experiencing his travels. Yeah. You know, he gets to hang out with us. Right. He like like that uh, the the guy from Fraggle Rock who traveled around. <laughs> Who were the guys? Uh, was it the doozers? or Snoopy? Oh wait, no, no. Was it the doozers that had to do all the work, like the yeah. proletariat of yeah. the uh, Fraggle Rock, mm-hmm. like the Mexicans at the Fraggle Rock? Right. So unfair. So unfair. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Uh, thanks, Adam, for sharing, and thanks for listening all these years. Always nice to hear something like that. Uh, people can email the show cigarettepodcast@hotmail.com. dot com. We have an iTunes page. You should be listening to the show via the iTunes page. You can subscribe, you can rate, you can comment. Actually, really does help the show when you do that. Uh, we also just launched the Redbubble stores. Go to cigaronpodcast.com slash store, and you can buy one of our sick and wrong logos on a fucking wall yeah. clock. Yeah, that's like the perfect gift for, I don't know, your mother. Yeah. 
you know, your parents on their silver anniversary. Get them a sick and wrong wall clock. Of course. You buy all sorts of stuff there. Yeah. And I'm planning to bring back some of the old school designs. So just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the Pope. Uh, finally here, sick and wrong song of the week. Uh, this came in from Bobby. He says, D, didn't know Jeffrey's in a punk band. Um, he sent this song called Don't Want You by Limp Wrist. Have you ever heard them? No. It's queercore. Okay. Uh, they're, you know, there's other bands that are considered queercore, like Pansy Division. My brother's actually really good friends with one of the guys who used yeah. to work with them. This band's way heavier. Okay. Way heavier. It's actually pretty cool. I generally try to avoid bands with themes, but... Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, this song's kind of cool, though. It's called Don't Want You by Limp Wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go check out more of their music at limpwrist.bandcamp.com. Thank you, Bobby, for saying that in. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 598. Provided that I don't get kidnapped and Harrison doesn't become a roadie for Coven. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, take a sleazy. and I wanted to offer some encouragement. Look, no matter how bleak things sometimes might seem, you always have D. Simon.